Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Texas Supreme Court lets the medical mutilation ban take effect. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, I never thought we'd be talking about this, that, that states are having to pass laws to protect children from this medical mutilation. And that includes puberty blockers, hormone treatments, as well as the surgeries, which are irreversible, and they for the rest of their life. They go through this in that stage. But we have a law, it's known as SB 14, that took effect and the, the district court judge temporarily blocked it last month, granting opponents of the law an emergency stay. However, state officials appealed the decision and it's prompting the state's high court, the Texas Supreme Court, to deny the emergency stay and let the law take effect while the court fully considers the appeal. Yeah, the Texas Supreme Court stated, quote, the emergency motion for temporary relief is denied. And that's all it wrote. That was just yeah. like cut and dry. Yeah, denied. so that means the uh, <laughs> law is now in effect. Uh, the case will still uh, go mm -hmm. on in the lower court. But in addition to banning irreversible procedures such as sterilization or removing healthy body parts, the Texas law also bans the use of taxpayer dollars mm. for these procedures and prevents health insurance plans from covering these costs as well. Under the law, doctors who commit violations can have their medical licenses revoked. Praise God, there are people in Texas with common sense. Yes, and now <laughs> this uh, ruling has made Texas the largest state to have an effective ban in place for these procedures on minors. The ruling also follows a succession of decisions in recent months regarding these types of laws. The 11th Circuit Court of Appeals unanimously ruled on August 21, 2023, that Alabama can enforce its 2022 law after a lower court temporarily blocked the state from enforcing portions of the law pertaining to puberty blockers and hormones. Then in July of 2023, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled on two different occasions that the Save Adolescents from Experimentations Act or SAFE Act mm -hmm. in Tennessee and Kentucky could also go into effect. At least 22 states have enacted legislation protecting children from harmful and often irreversible medical mutilation. You know, we keep a document on our website. We keep track of all these and watching these states and the various issues, the various areas of protecting children that they're passing laws. So I encourage people to go on our website and, and keep up with this because it's, it's constant constantly changing, and prayerfully more states will do the same of what Texas Supreme Court is doing, protecting these children from this medical mutilation. And that direct website for this is lc.org forward slash help kids. That's lc.org forward slash help kids. The landscape is constantly changing, but as I said, 22 states have already enacted legislation along these lines. Uh, we're tracking all of that. We're tracking mm -hmm. the court decisions as well. So keep up to date at lc.org forward slash help kids. And, you know, I think it's important to note, Matt, that's why we defend these counselors who are trying to help these children. These children go in, they're struggling with same-sex attractions, confusion, and they're saying, I need help. This is not 
this is this is conflicting with my faith. And so they're able to give them counseling to get to the root cause of what's really bothering them. It's not here, go into a gender clinic and get your body parts cut off. That is not the answer. The answer is dealing with their root cause. Yeah. And some of this is being um, seen by doctors and others in this area or researchers as social contagion. In other words, groups of people, uh, groups of girls particularly, uh, that are in the same group of the school, all of a sudden they come in and they all say, well, we are now gender nonconforming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a group contagion that's happening. It's not biological. In most of those cases, it's very, very rare to have anything uh, medically like a hermaphrodite type of situation. Right. The Journal of American Medical Association has published a new study uh, recently analyzing the number of people in the U.S. who underwent medical mutilation procedures what it refers to as gender-affirming surgeries, uh, discovering that more than 48,000 people, including 3,678 patients aged 12 through 18 years, were surgically mutilated between 2016 and 2019. And you have to remember, this has become an industry where you had, what, back in 2006 or 2009, you had one of these gender clinics. Now you have hundreds of them. And this medical community is seeing this as a great way to pocket a lot of money and create an industry out of mutilating these children. The numbers here are staggering. The Columbia University study also came out and it uh, stratified surgical patients into seven age groups in which the youngest category was notably grouped as ages 12 through 18. The study revealed that in this age group, 87% underwent breast or chest procedures, 11% had genital surgery, and nearly 10% had facial or cosmetic interventions. Uh, for reasons not specified in the study, the researchers did not separate minors into their own 12 to 17 mm-hmm. group, making it impossible to know exactly how many children under 18 were surgically mutilated. However, there was a different study by Vanderbilt University, and that was in October 2022, and that did stratify children into 12 to 17 age group, finding that 489 minors had chest surgeries in the same four-year time period These studies clearly indicate that by including ages as low as 12, 12 years old, that children that young are being mutilated at 12 oh, years old. But it's, they're even younger. They're they even younger, They won't I know. publicly say that, but they're even younger they'll do this on. Well, in fact, they're now, some of these uh, groups are now coming out and saying as young as three years old, you should start treating these kids for... Uh, different pronouns and medications, and then prepare them eventually for mutilating surgery. Well, some of these so-called parents think it's really cute to ask the child. You know, like we've talked about a video that we saw recently where a boy was implanted with the puberty blockers, and the parent, you know, was, was... advocating for this. It was, I felt she was actually pushing the child. Oh yeah, she was pushing but the child. But if you look at the conversation between them, it was like the boy was saying, well, would you love me if I'm a boy or if I'm a girl? And, and the mother was saying, well, you know, I love you, but that's your decision. And he's like, no, but that needs to be your decision. You're the parent. And she kept throwing it back at him, 11-year-old boy, to make a decision. He's a boy that the mom wants to be a girl. You can see it's like his he her has experiment. Long hair, and she asked her son, uh, 
whether he's a girl or a boy. What is, and he says, inside, I'm a boy. But outside, I'm a girl. Because well, the reason why he's outside her. is because yeah. that's how his mom wants him to look. Right. She's got the long hair. She's dressing him as a girl. But inside, this 11-year-old boy is a boy, and he feels like a boy. But he's trying to please her, but he's looking for direction from her to say, no, you're a boy. You need to be a it boy. It is tragic but she won't because do that. there's also a scene, and this was done for a major television network mm-hmm. documentary. And there's a scene where the boy's lying on the on the table, and a person, a medical person, is injecting a thing into the boy's arm, and it's like... Um, it's like the puberty blocker. It's a puberty like a blocker, or... but it, it is like a small fuse. Yeah. And it's long. It's maybe three-quarters or an inch long or so, and it's being injected under the skin. This boy is crying. It hurts. It hurts. It's not just like some small little needle. But that's the puberty block right. that they put in this kid to block his production of testosterone. And the mother is like cheering. She just loves this idea. He's heard a little experiment, but he just wants her to be his mother and to well, give him and direction. More research that we've done on this, this particular person uses, is using her kid to launch her own counseling career. She went, uh, completed a counseling program. She's really out there pushing to counsel uh, quote, gender-affirming county counseling. And she's using her kid as a ploy to boost her career. It's a shame. It's despicable. It's despicable. So you've got these states, 22 states, fortunately, are blocking these uh, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and mutilating surgeries. These kids, you know, 80-some percent, 85% depends upon the study, can either be from high 60s or in the 60s, all the way up to 98%, depends upon what study you look at, of kids who have questions about their gender. They naturally resolve to be content with their birth gender without any counseling. So now if you try to counsel them, go down this road of puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and mutilating surgery, you're doing incredible damage to them. But keep in mind, in 2021, this industry in the U.S. was valued at $1.9 billion, B, B, billion was estimated to be 2.1 billion dollars in 2022 and it's expected to grow to be 5 billion dollars by 2030. Well go to Liberty Council's website lc.org forward slash help kids that's lc.org forward slash help kids. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.